What's going on? Welcome to the Ransomed Bodies Project. I am your host, Trent Harrison. I am the founder and CEO of Ransomed Bodies Training. This podcast is for those who want more out of their fitness journey and who are ready to unlock their fullest potential with their physique without cutting out your favorite carbs or eating within a four-hour window. You are going to learn how to turn your body into a fat-burning furnace and muscle-building machine. I am going to break down some of the biggest myths, controversies, and questions that you are facing right now that are stopping you from unlocking your best self. You ready? Let's get it. All right, so today we're talking about what happened to my kitchen. If you've been like following along and you've you've seen me, I've talked about it a little bit, but my kitchen, I talked about on my IG story a couple of days ago, my kitchen flooded. So a couple of weeks ago, probably a month ago at, at this point, there has been like the craziest weather going on in California. Like it's been been nuts. And we've had so much rain. We have more rain than than we've had in like years combined. And it's it's really good for us. We need this rain. But for a lot of our a lot of the places in California and Southern California specifically, we just don't have the infrastructure to be able to handle the amount of rain that's been happening and the amount of snow that's been happening. You know, um, Big Bear, the place that I go snowboarding with my family is like completely run down and shut down. You can't even get up or down to the mountain. So we had a lot of rain a couple about a month ago and my house couldn't take the rain. Like my house literally couldn't take the rain to the point where one of our windows in our kitchen leaked. All right. And so one morning I was, we were just like going up throughout our day and we just see a huge puddle by the window seal. And I'm like, oh, this is bad. Right. And and we cleaned up the puddle. We tried to fix it. I tried to seal the outside of my house on the window, but by that time it had been too late. So pretty much what happened is because of all the rain, uh, my window leaked and water came into the walls and it got into the drywall. And then it went all the way from my my dining room wall through the wall towards my kitchen. And so the entire drywall pretty much had had mold in it. It was ruined. And the only way for them to get to the wall was to rip out the cabinets, to rip out the countertops, all the stuff. So we we just had to do a full-blown kitchen remodel. Thank the Lord the insurance covered it so I didn't have to go out of pocket and pay for the, the remodel. But... Uh, but it's still like a hassle in an ordeal, obviously, right? Not having a kitchen, not being able to have a sink. I don't have dishwasher. I don't have a stove, nothing. It's pretty much like I'm living out of a hotel. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because I think a lot of people have a misconception that that for me personally, it's easy for me to stay on track with my fitness goals. It's easy for me to stay on track with my fitness journey because I do this for a living and this is what I do full time. And and maybe I don't go to a job and stuff like that. But I wanted to share this because you need to know that I go through very similar and same and pieces of adversity and struggles that you do. All of us, when it comes down to our fitness goals and our fitness journey, are going to face adversity. You are. Because it's not easy to get in shape. It's not easy to lose weight. It's not easy to get shredded. The concepts are easy, right? It's easy to eat in a calorie deficit. It's easy to eat more protein. It's easy to work out four to five times per week. But it comes down to actually doing the thing. Oftentimes what holds people back is life, the things that happen in your life. And if I'm being real, one of the things that like pisses me off the most is when I see men who use 
adversity or men that use setbacks in their life as a scapegoat to not accomplish their goals or not do what they said they're going to do. And I see it day in and day out. And for me, I'm like, man, the second that you experience adversity in your life, the second that you experience a level of resistance, the second the scale stops changing, the second that someone gets sick in your family, the second you have to pick up a second job, you throw in the white flag. And you say it's too hard or you say you'll do it in a couple of months. But oftentimes it happens is when, when you say you're going to do it in a couple of months, it's just you validating yourself that you can't do it right now, right? Just validating yourself that it's not as important to you as, as it may seem. So a lot of guys are waiting for that adversity to come up or life to get hard so they can validate themselves why they cannot do the hard things in their life, right? Let's say you started a side hustle. Let's say you you, you tried to acquire and go to back to school, whatever it is. You start it, you experience adversity, it gets hard, you don't get immediate re rewards, you don't get an immediate result, you don't get an immediate return, so you throw in the white flag and you quit. The reason why you continue to fail at these different things is because the second you experience adversity, you quit throwing the white flag. The one that wins, the guys, guys that get the longest in life, the farthest in life, are the ones that never quit and never give up. That's just it. So maybe you start your fat loss journey, you started to lose weight a little bit at the beginning, but then the scale stopped changing and then now you're like super unmotivated or you get an injury, right? That's another one, right? Let's say let's say you got an injury, hurt your knee, you hurt your back, hurt your elbow, sucks. Do I want you to push through it? Absolutely not. I'm not this person who I'm like, like what, what do they say? Pain is weakness leaving the body. I don't even really believe in that. It just depends on what type of pain, right? That's different. If you have an injury, you need to recover that injury and lay off of it. However, that doesn't mean you could just quit on your goals and take a pause on what you're doing. Feel me? And if you're watching this on the live stream, I want you to write this in the comments below. Procrastination is death. Write that in the comments below. Procrastination is death. And if as men, we stop procrastinating, like that was your number one resolution for this year. You're just not going to procrastinate. You're going to take fast action. You're going to take massive action. You're going to take messy action. If that's all you did, you would be in a completely different place by the end of this year. Procrastination is death. And yeah, that's like really intense when you, when you think about it. You're like, oh, that's really extreme. That's intense. But it's the reality. It's the truth. Procrastination is death. The longer and the more you procrastinate on things, the less likely it is you're going to actually do it. So you continue to wait for the right time or you continue to wait for perfect circumstances in order to pursue your dreams, in order to pursue your goals, but that time never comes. Tomorrow is never promised. If I continually wait for the perfect timing of anything for tomorrow, of next week, of next month, of the summer, when I'm back from vacation, when work chills out, after I have the baby, whatever it is, if I wait for circumstances that dictate my actions, all I'm doing is I'm it's a sense of pride, right? It's like self-entitlement. I'm entitled to tomorrow. The opportunities that you have today are not going to be the same opportunities you have tomorrow. The opportunities you have today will not be the same opportunities you have tomorrow. So if you have a chance or an opportunity to pursue something that's really important to you right now, and yeah, it might be hard to start it, you have to remember that the opportunity to start today will not be the same opportunity to start tomorrow. And when I had my kitchen ruined, right? It's been three weeks without a kitchen. I had to take some messy action. I had to figure it out. I had to figure it out. 
And you have to ask yourself, are you a problem-focused individual or a solution-focused individual? Are you problem-focused or solution-focused? So many of you guys are focused on the problem that you cannot see the solution. When I'm so focused on the problem, my kitchen is gone. I can't eat properly. I'm not going to be able to hit my macros. I'm not. I'm going to have to eat fast food out, yada, yada, yada. But I'm so focused on the problem and I'm stressed out and overwhelmed. I'm not in a conscious place to be able to make a solution-based decision. So whenever I experience adversity or a problem in my life, I take the problem for what it is. My kitchen is gone. I can't cook. I can't do dishes. I can't even you know, use a stove to now being like, I'm going to be solution focused. I'm going to find a solution out of this. There is always a solution. No matter how big your prop, the problem is that you're facing right now, there will always be a solution. It's just up to you to find it, right? So if you're working 60 to 70 hours a week and you feel like you can't get to the gym, you can't work out, there is always a solution. If you just had a newborn baby and you can't get to the gym, there is always a solution. If your kitchen flooded and you can't cook, there is always a solution. If you hurt your knee and you can't do your 10,000 steps, there is always a solution. You have to man up and figure it out and find what the solution is, right? Grow up and figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, like it comes down to that. If you're experiencing a problem, there's a reason why you're stuck. If you're not at the level you want to in life, figure it out. Figure out the solution. Just take action on it. You know, like so many times we sit and we overanalyze the problem and we magnify the problem more than what it actually is. And for a lot of us, we just sit there and we think too much and we use thinking as our way of procrastinating. You're like, ah, man, I got to really think about this. I got to really figure this out. I don't know what I'm going to do. Now I find myself overwhelmed because I'm not taking action. So my kitchen flooded. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Now, now we got to deal with insurance. Now we got to figure out a place to stay. I got kids. My wife's 37 weeks pregnant. Like there's so much going on. Solutions. What's the solution? Okay. I can't cook. What do I do now? All right. I need to figure out another way to cook. Can I eat out at fast food places? Probably not that often. So wh why don't I just order a meal prep service and get my meals already prepared for me? Boom. So I literally sat there. I found the meal prep service closest to my house. I gave them a call. I ordered all my food for the next week, showed up, picked it up, boom. Didn't even have to worry about it. Now all I have to do is pop my meals in the microwave and they're ready to go. Solution-based, solution-based, figure it out. You have the solution in your head. You are more than capable and more than willing to figure out what that solution is. But the reason why you can't is because you're so focused on the problem and you're overanalyzing everything. Stop overanalyzing it. Take the problem for what it is and take massive, messy action on that problem. Yes, it might not be perfect, but you will get a better outcome with this problem you're facing if you took messy action and you just started moving forward versus just staying still and frozen, right? Think about war for a second. If you're in combat and you're in war and you freeze because you're overanalyzing what to do, you're going to die. But in terms of like the military and then moving forward, they, they pause, they take the problem for what it is, they come up with a quick game plan and strategy, and they implement. Oftentimes, it's not perfect, but it's better than just being a sitting duck, right? You are a sitting duck in your life because you never take action and you continue to do the same thing over and over again. Stop being a sitting duck, man up, figure it out, and take some massive action. All right, much love. I hope you got some value from today's training. If you did, let me know, and I'll see you on the next training. Peace out, guys.
Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got some value from this episode. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you lose your next 15 to 30 plus pounds, build muscle, and develop a healthy lifestyle, just DM me on Instagram at Fitness with the word transform, and I will reach out to you directly to see if I can help. I will see you on the next episode, and God bless.